The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Five o'clock hour, Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, DP is on the road with the Supernovas. Tonight, nine o'clock, he will be on the call with Coach Renee uh, Saunders. Uh, Hopefully the Supernovas are able to continue and uh, build on a win streak there. I think on a two-match win streak. Mm -hmm. They're going for three. They're down in Vegas. And uh, first serve will be approximately about 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I think eight to nine is pregame. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Definitely uh, listen in because uh, the call is going to be pretty cool. And uh, DP and, and, and uh, crew have been doing a really good job. But we're old school right now. We are brought to you by the Mercado Certified PMIT Special Ingredients of Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill, every type of meat and every type of cut. Austin, we are at the top of the hour. And there's top of business in Omaha, right? Which... You never think that Adam Silver will talk about Nebraska at all, mm-hmm. right? Unless he's trying to get some some beef in there from the All-Star game. But he was, recently he had said, I think it was Vegas and Omaha, he potentially could see an expansion, which I'm assuming expansion franchise or a franchise move to Omaha. Um, before I give my thoughts, I want your thoughts on the possibility and if it comes to fruition – how well it'd be perceived and supported. It'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be sick on all sorts of levels, whether they play in the CHI Health Center or they, they build their own arena, presumably. Right. It'd be awesome. Right. Sign me up for it. I think it'd be an incredibly externally validating moment for the city of Omaha, for the state of Nebraska. <laughs> they they have a pro team, the Supernovas there, right. but to have a, a big four team yeah. come to your city right. of... I mean, the Metro is a million, but Omaha itself is not a million people. Right. Talk about a small market, right? Yeah. That it doesn't match like the Minneapolis or Oklahoma cities, even that are, you know, quote unquote small market, San Antonio in that conversation as well. It'd be awesome. It would be a huge moment for the city or that city for the state. I would hope it would be an expansion team because seeing a community lose a pro sports franchise always sucks. Right. Um, yeah. Oakland's been through it. You know, yeah. who knows how many times St. Louis has been through it. Baltimore. Yeah. Montreal. Tampa yeah. might be going through it. Seattle losing, losing the Sonics. Sonics. Yeah. It's always tough. It always stings to see, especially because the owners are the ones that want the move more than the fans. Right. Yeah. The the fans are the ones demanding a better product, whereas the owner sometimes won't pay for a better product and says, oh, you're not supporting it anyways. I'm just going to jump ship, yeah. you know, and that always stinks to see. So I don't know how likely an NBA team would be stricken. I we think more G League potentially. Yeah. 
um, would make more sense, at least as a jumping off point, potentially, right. just to you know test the market viability sure, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But if you get a full-fledged NBA, NBA team, team to yeah. Omaha, I mean, Strick better be in front of that. Right to some degree, Omaha has a burgeoning basketball scene. We see, you know, players from the metro right. going all across the country. Now we need some more, you know, success at the highest level. Right, get to the pros and stick in the pros. But that would be a huge moment for that yeah. city and the the state. Yeah, and and you know, really, I was thinking um, it'd be great. I think it would it would be a hit. But I think if I, you know, my first thought, if you're just thinking in our area, I'd probably say I could see Kansas City getting one first. Um, considering, you know, you already have, you know, baseball, you know, you got soccer and obviously you got the Chiefs with football. Plus they used to have a, what is it? Uh, ABA team, I think before. So mm -hmm. they kind of have the, you know, the, the foundation of what it takes. And I think Kansas city is a great sports town. Now I do think Omaha deserves some sort of like, like you said, G league team. And then with the possibility, we're thinking 10, 20 years down the road to maybe get when they expand again, and then you can have that between Kansas City and Omaha. I think that'd be great. We got some text line here. Uh, I got a funny text in here from Steven. Steven just says, hey, I like this text. He said, okay, you had a wicked interception against Oklahoma in 96. Yes, I did, Steven. But the problem was. We don't have to bring up the problem. You had a wicked well, interception. We, 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 just like <laughs> Nebraska, women's basketball had to face watching that tape today. I, had to I have to face every single time they play that highlight. Every time I get introduced, even on here, that I had a wicked interception against the former Virginia Tech head coach in Fuentes, and I was covering Stephen Alexander, who was a first-round pick, picked it off one hand, a la Chuck Foreman, then the turf monster about after 17 yards, said, oh, come here, that was too, that was too cool. <laughs> Fell right on my face on national TV. Lucky, I'm you know what, I'm glad I didn't have a cell phone. And I'm glad it wasn't social media because they would be clowning me right now. I would be on one of those, like, uh, come on, mans or something like that. I, I would be getting clowned. Not to make you relive it, but would you have gotten a chance to bull over Fuentes or would you pay dirt? I would have needed some block in the score. I was thinking about what I was going to do in the end zone and the football guys, you know, said, no, not too fast. But, so in that case, I think it's almost better that you don't have the you know indignance of being tackled by a quarterback now right? getting tackled by a quarterback when he has an angle on you is one thing getting tackled by a quarterback when he when he hawks you down is another and that wouldn't happen <laughs> but you know i scored a couple weeks later so i got a little bit of payback uh byron the hog farmer says nhl makes more sense for nebraska slash omaha i'm assuming yes you're right um gary bateman talks about omaha as the next nhl franchise and he says, the heck with uh, the NBA, okay? As There's I, not a lot of NBA love around here, Jay. Like, Strick can talk it, you talk it, but I still don't think people grasp just how big a deal the NBA is. We talk about yeah. the shortcomings of the league so much, right? but I mean, I'm the sure NBA you remember is, is worldwide. the boom in popularity yeah. of the NBA with MJ and just how much it's grown. Getting an NBA franchise would mean so much more than getting an NHL franchise. Yeah, and, and because you got to think... You already have, well, Creighton's a, a great basketball school. Nebraska's trying to get there, whereas Nebraska, University of Nebraska, doesn't have hockey. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd like to kind of marry it all together. So, yeah. But it, I think either one will be good. Is this Big Bird sending me this thing? Big Bird, it what's is, wrong yeah. with you? I don't, what's wrong with you? We can mute you? him. You want to mute him? No, he's good. <laughs> and uh, Steven says the Kings were in Kansas City as an NBA franchise before they moved to Sacramento. So, yes, you know, you're right there. I think Kansas City 
is right there. And then Clantonio John says the NBA is hard to watch these days, soft to Charmin. Uh, in some cases, yes. Some cases, no. But ultimately, I will tell you this. The NBA changed their rules to quote-unquote soft to be more scoring because when it was extremely physical, a great game was literally like 80 to 75. And it wasn't good TV, right? And it wasn't selling, you know, rights. They wanted to see, you know, athletic ability. So as it, as it went on, um, you know, they they la- they relaxed some of the rules. So you gotta you gotta be, you know, you you can't complain about what you know you wanted because you didn't want to see those games eighty to seventy five. Which, when you think about it, those are really good basketball games. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got some more text before we continue on in the NBA talk because we got to talk about the Lakers and what they might do, and then also Golden State. Um, the Virginia pirate, let me see what he says. I definitely go to NBA games in Omaha. I'm an hour and a half away when the ball is good. There's no comparison to any level. Yes, you are 100% right. I always tell people basketball is like a, a symphony that mm-hmm. is like no other. It's like a ballet that has no mishaps when it's played rightly. And you know, this Austin awesome from mm-hmm. coaching, uh, unknown texter 3203 Omaha and Kansas city shared the Kings. Yes. We already talked about that. Maybe I just read it again. Nyla Boo says she, she'd rather have an NHL team. I think they both would hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know all the you know the financials or whatever, um, but I think both of them would be great. And like you said, I agree with you, Austin. I think they should be a, be a um, not not a mo- a team moving. I think you need to be expansion franchise so you can kind of get and grow. And you're gonna get. I mean, I remember when the Minnesota Timberwolves got there. Mm. It literally was like they were playing in a warehouse. You could you could buy like a five dollar ticket in the Target and, warehouse at the Target Center, right? And be down on like row five, you know. And they would <laughs> encourage you to go down because they want it to look better for TV. Mm-hmm. So you know there will be some lean days and lean nights. So you got to make sure that you're able to have that expansion franchise, franchise get some homegrown talent or draft picks. With that's mm-hmm. what I mean. And then as they start to come alive that they don't try to jump for a bigger market because of the the revenue sharing with the nba and the luxury taxes you don't essentially get a big wallet like the yankees used to do Mm -hmm. in major league baseball so i think it's a it's a good time for a small market franchise to be in a kansas city which is probably a smaller market nba Mm -hmm. market along with omaha and still be successful that's where i think too as you look at omaha the fact that the Supernovas were picked as a site for volleyball right. is a good sign, right? We know about volleyball's history in Nebraska and what the state has meant for that sport. I know it's not one of the big four, but it's still proving that this state, this community will show up, oh, will yeah. show out for a professional sports franchise, right? Regardless of what the sport is. And I, st- I still think that there will be a lot of naysayers and doubters from the outside that, yeah, they've heard of Omaha. They know it's somewhere in middle America. They'll pay attention every other year when there's, you know, the first round or the, the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight for, for March Madness around here. But, I mean, we hear it from football recruits all the time. I'm still surprised when I get to Lincoln, right? And right. Omaha's bigger than, than Lincoln. Omaha's set up perfectly for events. The flow, I think, of yeah. professional sports would work there. Starting to have expansion at the yeah. airport. And, and so you're starting to, I guess, inch towards the quote-unquote being an international airport, which for people out there, international airport means that you, can, you, you have international capabilities for layovers. You made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that means you will be connecting flights to go places. <laughs> you are not going to be flying from Omaha to London. It's not going to work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
But yeah, I think it'd be good. But then uh, continue along the NBA talk. Um, the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green. He is <laughs> he's funny, man. He, first of all, he kind of got the last laugh against uh, Nursich down there with the Suns, right? You would think this is the first time they faced off against each other. The Dubs and him, which is the Warriors, that's what they call themselves, got the better of the Suns and uh, Nursich. But then they played the Clippers last night. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the highlights? I saw some of them. I saw Steph was going nuts again. Steph was going nuts, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, another 9 threes. Yeah, yeah, another 9 threes. And he's on a heater, too. I think in the last four games, he has like 40 threes or something like that. In it's, the last it, 10 games since Draymond's been back, he's been back to old Steph. Right. He was yeah. on a slump when Draymond yeah. was out. But now that Dre's back, Steph's back. Yeah, but... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The last four games he's been, I think they said in the middle of the game he had, he was at 36. So I think <laughs> he hit two more. So Four games, 38-3, Steph Curry's doing it. And that just lets you know how great of a player that Draymond Green is as far as the first point forward, um, because that's what he plays, which, you know, he plays in his ability to assist the ball. And and hockey assist is where he's really good at, too. And so it's it's really helped the Warriors start to kind of get back in rhythm. Uh, Steph Curry said that, you know, they're playing their average, and so they need to start finding their identity. But more importantly, they played the Clippers. And the Clippers have been picked mainly because of Kawhi Leonard's health this year. Paul George, Russell Westbrook is if should be the sixth man of the year. He's playing outstanding. Uh, they have a great roster. Then Tyron Lue is the, the head coach. Harden's put himself Hard, aside. Harden's, yeah, Harden's playing well. He looks in shape and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Um, that they're the, they're the favorite. Well, Golden State said we still got a little bit left in the tank. And Draymond Green was on full display last night. He he punked <laughs> all he, his glory. He punked Zubac. He punked Paul George. He did a Dennis Rodman on Paul George. Got mixed up. Kind of yanked his arm. Paul George was next thing you know in his feelings, and next thing you know he fouled out. And then there was like one of those things that where they went to play a play review. You know the review of the foul mm-hmm. with Draymond. Well, first of all, Draymond took. Now he did get it back though. Zubak knocked him out the game, <laughs> and he and he came back with a vengeance, right? I so like Zubak. I yeah, do. I He's do. fun. Yeah. Uh, that's actually the worst trade that the Lakers have had in recent history, trading him away for, like, a box of candy. Mm-hmm. And Jerry West, like, pimped you into it. Yeah. Anyway, your own Jerry West. That you wouldn't let be your GM because mm-hmm. you wanted to have Rob Plinko. That, mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. Uh, they will probably have a, a series on the Lakers about it, or Jerry, Jones, or Jerry West would probably produce it. And he might even star in it because he wants to get his name back. But back to the action last night, Draymond, my man punked Paul George into getting into foul trouble. Then he was down on his bench. I don't know if you see. Are you watching this? What he was? I missed this. So one. when he put up the four for the four ring, <laughs> and then he was mouthing to him, calling him all types of words that I can't say on the radio. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is he had this look in his eye. You know what Draymond does though? He looks at you crazy. He, he might be, yeah, not crazy, like you know, but he he can get to a level where you can see he probably blacked out, and he's intimidating people, man. And he and he, the thing I think he's enjoying now 
is I don't know whether it's through the therapy sessions you went to. He's taking he's taking it up to the the, the line of going over the line, and then he likes to draw it back. <laughs> now he's having fun with it, cause, right. you know. And, and then also, you know, they're playing well, and and Kamingo's playing out outstanding. Clay Thompson's still struggling a little bit, and I don't know whether you know it's in Clay's head or not. I mean, he's got it's not like his shot looks different. I just think it's one of those things that. He probably realizes his time in Golden State is done. He he realizes his place on the team is not as solid. Mm-hmm. He's still always going to play. And I don't even think that he's not a you know, established player or a good player. I just think when you you've played a role for so long, battled through two straight years of season-ending injuries, mm-hmm. come back, win a championship, and then the next thing you know, within like a year and a half, you're getting kind of Pass by, you, you, you go through a down downturn. Maybe he didn't put in as much work. Maybe you need to put in more work. Um, you can't defend as well just because of father time. Um, and then you know, then that affects one the one thing that you always have been able to do well. You're probably one of the top three or four shooters in NBA history. You're not hitting right now. Um, I think the spacing with Draymond being gone and then coming back being gone throughout mm-hmm. the season probably really hurt their flow of the offense. So. You know, Clay Thompson is going to play a big part. I do think a, a champion like Clay um, will get it together down the stretch. And if they can get him going, Golden State's going to be giving people fits. I'm with you on that. My question when it relates to Clay Thompson is obviously it's something about the legs in the yeah. news, right? Is he still working his way back into shape or is he overworking himself? Is Clay a guy that needs to be going Managed. all out for, for yeah. 20, 22 minutes a night? important minutes if if you need him or is he still a guy you can depend on for for 32 i don't think clay's you know a 30 plus minute per game player anymore right i think he would be more effective in shorter spurts especially because shooting comes from the legs yeah defense comes from the legs clay can be just as good a shooter but not if he doesn't have his legs underneath him right so i think if golden state like you're saying can manage him a little bit more um, Podzemski has been really fun. Struggled at the free throw line, oddly, last That's night. Weird. How are you in the NBA and struggle? Seriously. You should be able to just shoot those with your eyes closed. Five of five from three, yeah. two of six from the free throw line. But I think he's fun. He's maybe a guy they're yeah. looking at there. Can you go big and move Kaminga to the yeah. two, potentially? Yeah. You know, give him more perimeter opportunities to attack. I think there's a lot of interesting, spunky combinations Golden right. State can go to. For the bulk of the minutes, before still giving Clay the respect yeah. he's due in closing, and he could he could have a little bit less of a role and having a bigger effect. You could be yes. a three point shooter, um, maybe the, the number three guy as far as the you know the three and D type of guy that you want to mm-hmm. lock up, right? Um, because Clay does have size and strength, and he's very savvy, and so he can guard a small four, um, and that might be the you know the quickness level that he needs right now. Mm-hmm. But then also you got to think as the season goes on, when you get into those championship type of moments. That's where Clay Thompson will play at payoff dividends. Game there six was Clay. Yeah, there will be a playoff game or series where he steps up big. That should be the focus, and that should be what you're pushing towards mm-hmm. uh, with him. So, um, before we go to break, you want to read some text? I got some funny text here. Uh, Ellis in uh, in Illinois, right? He says, "I'm in a group text of 25 buddies. We're all around the age 57 or 58. Not a single one of us follows the NBA anymore. That's kind of funny." Because you're in Illinois and the Bulls are incredibly mid. Yeah, that's When's the last true. time the Bulls gave you something to cheer about, Ellis? I mean, look, it's just, you know, 
look, it's uh, to the eye of the beholder. It is a different type of brand of basketball than Ellis and myself, you know, grew up watching. Um, but there's still some greatness there that you definitely don't want to, you know, not miss out on, especially since football season's over. Um, Clantonio John wants the XFL team. It'd be a UFL team now. Would be. Um, IQ Crew says, I'm shocked no one has brought up that Omaha had the racers that played at a Scarbin. Who's that? I'm in the process of looking it up. My man Phil. He said oh, American I, Minor League Basketball Team. They played in the CBA. Oh. From 89 Oh, yeah. To you know, Tim, Tim Legler, I think, played there. That's right. Yeah, Tim That's Legler right. played there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do I do remember that. Um, He said, uh, let's say Phil says, I've only been listening to the conversations uh, sporadically today, so I'm sure this has already been brought up, but... I can't there, or I can't imagine there would be much of a drop off in support. And there is Oklahoma City. I know they're a bigger market, but just a little bit. But they just come off some pretty lean years, and they still have people showing it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, I, I I think it would be definitely supported. You, you ha- I think you do have some sort of like examples of what the, that you can project off of, but then also you can project off of. Every time they've had some NCAA games, whether you had the Olympic pre-Olympic trials for the swim trials, whether you've had obviously college world series, you have enough of examples and data and facts that Omaha and Nebraska, the state of Nebraska all over and throw in the council bluffs in Iowa uh, with support, you know, whether it's NBA or NHL, we got one more text here, unknown texter, uh, 8750. He says, let me see what it says. Don't confuse I'm assuming the world, uh, the word popularity with popular soccer in the same is the same way to me as the NBA. Popular all over the world, not my cup of tea. That's true, but it's still very popular in the, mm-hmm. in, in the in the United States. But sure, it, it, it's all about what you know. Look, it's all about what you like to support, what you want to see. Unknown texture sixty one eighty four. We got to get it to pull up here. Best uh, best last night or. There, was Golden State when they let Green lay on the court after flopping for three? Oh, he probably meant to say the best thing from last night was with Golden State was when they let Green lay on the floor after three flopping, three straight flopping possessions. Golden State didn't even stop to stop to play for him. Well, what happens is is if I got hurt and I'm on the floor and the opposing team gets it, they go down and shoot. Mm-hmm. They only can stop it until it's the stoppage of play. But it was funny. Drake, listen, did you see this? No. They went up and down the court twice. <laughs> Draymond stills laying down there because that's when Zubak hit him. <laughs> and then he went to the locker Draymond's room. Draymond's head to bed. And he was a little, he was a little bit of a little woozy. Brad says UNL is a monopoly and will never let a professional sports team happen. That's why NHL is most likely. Or spring football. UNL doesn't care about hockey. Spring football doesn't really compete with them. Yeah. And it'd be a good place for a lot of Nebraska players to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that they, I remember the old adage that, you know, they tried to say Coach Osborne didn't want another Division One football. I, I mean, I think you could benefit Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, you know, and it, whatever it is. And you never know, you know, as, you know, you never know as these two power conferences start to expand, you might have to have another sport or two women's hockey is is taking over you know what i'm saying so 
don't you know don't don't put that idea you know so far away that you don't think it could be in the forefront but you know i think look any sports team in in omaha will be supported whether it's nba g league or nhl it would be a hit it would be i think people would be so pumped to have a professional team there Mm -hmm. um you know they wouldn't know what to do with themselves and you can make you know you could be one of those guys that you know, start your career in a small market franchise, and then you you you're you're a icon there, and then you go on other places and win championships. So, uh, last one, sixty one, eighty four, NBA Kings split home games, half in KC at half in Omaha back in the day. There it is. There it is, Austin. It can happen. The Kansas City Omaha. What would they be? Blues? No, that's St. Louis Blues. Not the Royals, not the Kings. Yeah. It'd be something with, you know, barbecue. Let's throw this out at the text line. Yeah, text line. What would be the Omaha... Basketball and hockey. Basketball. Well, it'd be, have to be different. Hockey, you're going to yeah. be something a little but bit... Saying, give us ideas for both. Yeah, give us ideas for the Omaha NBA or NHL expansion franchise name. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it because we're going to get naming rights. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to break. Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, we'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.